Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all sure not feel like singing. Just a little talk with Jesus makes it all right. In the time we live in, we need to have a little talk with Jesus. We need to talk to him about our homes. Talk to him about our jobs. Talk to him about our friends and neighbors. Talk to him about our communities, our cities, our states and nation. Talk to him about immorality and, and that's plaguing the land. Talk to him about all these things that are going on that we know we need help from above. We need to have, a, and who else can pick up the phone and have a little talk with Jesus other than his people who are called by his name? We got to talk to him, church. And as we talk to him, I believe the rest of that song makes it all right. Calms us down. Let us know it's all about Jesus. So good to be back from the men's retreat all the way down Ocean City, Maryland, and hanging out with like uh, eight to ten congregations and going out there with learning all this great information having workshop, putting projects together. After we get finished all our work, then we get together and we, and we have team building type games. And after that, we go out to the bowling alley and, and, and bowl together and laugh together. That's bonding, brethren, together. We realize that, 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 that sisters can get together, have good conversation, and it does something for them. But guys, we need to have a rock in our hand. Oh. Something I need a checker in our hand or a, or, or a knight in our hand and all these other things to, to, to kind of get our juices flowing and, 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 and make us know we're bonding together. I don't know why we wired like that, but God did it. Yeah. Wired just like that. We're just different people. Amen. Women aren't men and men aren't women. Amen. And I don't care what nobody say. That's still true. <laughs> men aren't women and women aren't men. And I don't care how much you force it, it's not, you, you can't force that thing together. Man can do anything he wants to. But one day, God's going to decide. And God's going to say, the way I started it is the way I'm going to finish it. I don't care if she is in a boy's bathroom. I'm just saying. She's a woman. And I'm going to treat her like one. That's in the word. I'm just saying. I ain't get a lot of amens. Everybody looking like, here we go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that we're in trouble and, and got to pray for each other as we fight those fights that we just got to fight. Stand up for what's right and stand up for truth. We're so thankful for, in the last week, we've had three individuals obey the glorious gospel of Christ, and we're just so thankful to God because he touched hearts and he touched lives, and we're just so thankful, him, thankful to him for that. Um, I have the baptismal certificate. I think I saw one of them at least this morning at 8 o'clock, but it's a faith boon, which is the uh, kinfolk to Atanya and sister Floretta Boone, and we, uh, Damien Banks Austin, and on Wednesday, Dennis Dixon obeyed the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And we want to uh, uh, pray for them. I don't know if they hear this, but I didn't see any of them, but we're going to pray for them that we get them strengthened and we get them strong in the Lord thy God. I'll, I'll let... Uh, 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 Dennis, no Wednesday. I, want to, I better see him next Sunday. Amen. That's right. That's right. He, he, faithful on Wednesday, but the worship is Sunday. Amen. 
So we'll, 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 we'll put that in his ears. So don't worry about that. As well as the rest of them. Amen? Amen. Because our God is, is worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be glorified, worthy to be honored because he's God. And he's God all by himself. And whenever God begins to work in the life of his children, when you read in the Bible of uh, their, their approach to God, it was a, 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 a sense of, of, of awe. It was a sense of, here we go again. It was a sense of, it's all about God. And, and, and on yesterday in our, uh, our meeting with the men, one thing that we spoke about, and, and, and Brother Cooper came in the office and, and, and said it to me this morning as I said to him, that, that, that God has called us to be great men of God and, and not settle for being fair men of God and all almost good men of God or, or good men of God. He wanted to be great men of God Amen. because being great men of God causes us to stretch, causes us to, to move forward, causes us never to stand still, Amen. but always be achieving and stretching out to be all God would have us to be. Open up your Bibles to, to 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse number 31. You will see here in the text that God has given to us today, exactly how God's people have behaved and have, when they was blessed of God, gained favor in the sight of God to do great things. The Bible said in 1 Samuel chapter number 17, and the verse I want is verse number 31 through 33 that was read into our hearing. And when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with the Philistines. And Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he, and he is a man of war from his youth. Stop right there. Saul didn't know what he was talking about. Just like sometimes we have no idea of the power of God. And we judge everything by what it appears to be, not by the way God can make it be. Because David had just got finished, if you read the whole text, he just got finished chastising his own brother's and in and, and Israel for uh, losing heart or, or being faint hearted just because some some uncircumcised Philistine was talking about and defying the children of God. When you look at the passage here, you can see here at, uh, in verse number, let's pick it up in verse number um, uh, 25. And the men of Israel said, we have seen this man. That is come up. Surely to defy Israel is he come up. For it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make him uh, make him and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to this man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of Israel? See, when you know whose child you are, 
When you know what side you are, see, uh, only those who don't know what side they are are scared. Only folk who don't know what side they are are faint-hearted. Only those who know what side, who don't know what side they are, are, are anxious. But when you know whose side you stand on, you can confidently say, I don't care what happened, it's going to be all right in the sight of God. No matter what happens, God's got our back. No matter what happens, when I send my children to school, I'm not going to worry about them because God got that. There's nothing I can do. I ain't following up and down the hallway. I ain't hiding in the classroom next door. I ain't standing in the parking lot watching them. I said there's some things that are out of our control. And we just got to learn not only to stand with God, but to rebuke the devil in his face. When he stands before us, the children of God, you got to know how to tell the devil, who are you talking to? So everybody can't say, some of y'all scared. The devil might be listening. I don't, I don't care. Never be afraid of he who can hurt the body. But be definitely afraid of the one who can hurt the body and the soul in hell. That's the one you want to fear. No, we got to stop fearing stuff and fearing situations and fearing circumstances and fearing problems and fearing things we don't understand and fearing things we don't know. It comes a time we just got to say, I am a child of God and I ain't afraid. David had every reason to be afraid. This giant is nine feet tall, and he's a young man about 15 or 16 years old. But back in those days, see, in our days, when you're 15, 16, we still calling them kids. Not back then. When you're 15 and 16 years old, you got to be doing man stuff. Oh, y'all don't hear me. <laughs> See, 15 and 16 over here, oh, they just kids. But back in this day, 15, Dad said, you better get out there with them sheep. You better go feed them hogs. And you better go fix that roof, get on the roof and nail the things down on top. Because they have contractors. The sons were the contractors. Even eight-year-old Johnny is handing 13-year-old Billy, who's holding a 17-year-old Mookie, the shingle. And he nailing it down on the roof. And the next one, all the sun, it ain't, oh, Johnny, you better get away from that. You're only eight years old. No, that's our stuff. That's our stuff. And then when 15-year-old Billy catch you in the alley, well, <laughs> I'm just saying it comes a time when we just got to learn to trust God and stop being afraid of stuff. Look what the text says here. Not only did David say in verse 25, he said, Sure, uh, 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 verse 26. And David spoke to the men and stood by him, saying, What shall be done to this man who killeth the Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Who is the one going to attack the church? 
want to fight against God's people. And, if, and, and, and they're out there, but we at the church, we, got, we can't be afraid of them. Oh, I ain't saying amen this morning. Oh, Lord. Help me, Father. Help me. We cannot. I mean, let me just speak for me. I refuse to be afraid of life. I refuse to be afraid of the unknown. I refuse to be afraid. I know that rough seas are out there. Is my fear going to stop them from coming? Is my fear going to stop them from doing whatever's got All I got is my hope is built on nothing less. But Jesus' blood and his right. God got this. Look at the text. Verse 27. And the people answered him after this man is saying, so shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab, his elder brother, heard when he spake unto the men, and Eliab got upset. See, folk, when they get scared, they want you to be scared. When folk got fear, they think everybody's supposed to be afraid. I'm saying if we get enough brave folk, then we can outweigh those who are scared and give them courage. Eliab be upset at David. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, why did you come down here? We was doing good being scared of Goliath. We were okay being petrified. We were trying to figure out who going to run first. Why are you down here? You breaking up stuff. Why are you down here, he said, and with whom hath thy left those few sheep in the wilderness? You got, go do what you're supposed to do. He said, I know your pride and your naughtiness in thine heart. And guess what? David did not, David was confident in God. Confident in God. See, folk want to mislabel your stuff when they scared. I know you're scared, too. You just ain't showing it. I know you're afraid of stuff, too. You're up there talking about I ain't scared. I know you're scared. So like, boo, are you running around? I know. See, when we always want folk to act like us. Rather than us as great men of God as we learned Al down at the retreat, we learn as men, we, many times we got to stand up and take the lead. Brother, somebody break, somebody break into your house. Don't send your wife downstairs. Don't be hitting your wife on the side. Honey, I hear something. No. No, no. Do it God's way. You, you, she hit you and say, I hear something. And you just wake up, get yourself together and get up out the bed. And go downstairs and take care of business. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I don't know about you. Older guys, y'all know this. We in the bed. I get hit by my wife. She tells me I hear something downstairs. And there's an expectation of me to go down there. I never once think, it could be three of them. And they could all have knives. No, no, you don't. It could be one of them. What I'm saying is, don't overthink stuff. Don't think defeat before you even had a chance at victory. 
And then when the victory comes, take your victory, which I titled this sermon, take your victory one at a time. That's how you get strong. That's how you get correct. That's how you overcome stuff with one at a time victory. Everybody look at the whole thing in one lump. It don't happen like that. It's a gradual growing, a gradual confidence. Watch this here. He said, uh, uh, I, I know your naughtiness of heart. I'm still in verse 28. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. You're here to see the battle. I can hear David say, that's exactly why I'm here. Because I heard rumors that some big guy got y'all scared. David said, what have I done now? Is there not a cause? Meaning, shouldn't I be here? What have I mean? What, what's the problem? So you mad because I'm saying that who is this giant that or this enemy that Philistine that defies God? People, you mad at that? When you start seeing yourself, all of us, all men and women, all of us, when we start seeing ourselves as who we really are, as great people of God, and stop worrying about tomorrow, and just learn to thank God for today, and enjoy today, and not being petrified about tomorrow. As soon as we get that mindset, just take your victories one day at a time. Thank God I got up this morning. I might not get up tomorrow, but I got up today. Thank God for blessing me to live till 1130. I don't know if I'm living at 1.30, but I made 11.30 for sure. Oh, church, that's how you, that's how you take victories one at a time. Because one victory leads to another victory. That's why God said always be thankful. That's with thankfulness. Lord, I am grateful for what you gave me right now. Some of us, God blessing right now, and we mad at God for yesterday. God blessed us right now. We mad at God. Lord, you bless me right now, but I don't see how I'm going to eat tomorrow. Don't worry about that. Get it right now. Oh, church, church, church. David said, are you mad at me without a cause? I mean, I mean, is there not a cause? Shouldn't I be here? 30. And he turned from him towards another and spake after the same manner. Y'all reading that? And the people answered him again after the former man. What's the same matter? Who is this man? My brother ain't listening to me. He all scared. Who is this man that's defying the living God? Who is he? And I'm sure they say, well, that's, that's Goliath. And Saul said, whoever killed him, he's going to give him uh, his daughter and, and set his house free. He's going to do all that stuff from him. David said, I heard that part, but I wonder who is this man? Look at the text. The Bible says here in verse number 31, and when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul. Meaning that somebody was impressed like, this guy's serious. There's something about him. I mean, he's standing all he only about this big. But he, I can see him being about my height, little short guy. He ain't got all the great stuff, but he about my height. Say, who is he? Goliath, nine feet touching the ceiling. And he said, who is he? Somebody heard that, went back to the king and said, look, I don't know what this is all about, but this young guy. It's down there with the troops talking some bad stuff, talking some bold stuff. 
Well, let me tell you what happens when you talk bold stuff. Mist of people. What happens is, first of all, when you talk bold stuff, you can get their attention. They're, they might not believe him, but they're listening. What is he talking about? But if you keep talking it with confidence, like for instance, when we, I don't know how great you men want to be. I don't know how great you women want to be. But if you really want to be greatness, have greatness, you got to keep talking about it and talking about it and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And counseling is called self-talk. Some of you can't even get there. So let me give you the side. To, let me give you your self-talk. It ain't going to work. 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 I ain't never going to have nobody. 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 I ain't going to get that job. 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 I can't get the Bible class on time. 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 And guess what? And you live all of it out. Alone, no job, and ain't coming to Bible class. Because you're telling yourself, stop telling yourself that. Say, yes, I can. The Bible said we are more than conquerors through him that love us. More, not, not just conquerors, more. Oh, it's in the book, David. It's in there. Bible said, Saul said, bring him to me. David said it to Saul in verse 32. He said, let no man's heart fail because of him, meaning Goliath. Don't let nobody's heart fail. Thy servant, me, thy servant, will fight with the Philistine. Saul said, in the next verse, <laughs> he a giant. Are you able to fight against the Philistine? He's a giant. David, they, they fall too. They fall. The big redwoods in the plain, they fall too. Just like the little trees, it just take the right stimulation. Look at the text. The text says right here, he said, he said, uh, Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him, for you're just a, a boy. And he a man of war from his youth. Saul is actually trying to talk David out. Don't let nobody talk you out of your confidence in God. Stop, stop letting people rob your victory. People, you, let, you let them take it from you. You was good at first, like, I got this. God with me, God with me, God with me. Somebody said, where you at? You're like, well, I know he with me. Yeah, yeah last person went in there said that. Well, he, I'm, I'm hoping he with me. But if he not here with me, I got my resume. <laughs> you talked yourself out yeah. of your victory. That's right. Saul said, you a youth? This is a man of war? You can't beat him? Look at David. I like this part right here. I like this part right here. Uh, 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 he, and he said, not only is he a giant, not only is he a soldier, he's been training all his life. 
I love challenges like that. I love that. I love it. Because that way when I do this, you won't be able to say I did it. You can say that had to be God. I love it when they real big, because that way you ain't going to give nobody the credit but God, because it ain't supposed to happen. So when it does happen, it's all God. I like that. Yeah, he is a man of war from his youth. Okay, right. The only problem with that song, I ain't going to fight him. I got a God. Oh, let's look at the text. Look at the text. Then it says it right here. He says here in verse number 34. And David said unto Saul, he said, how about I hook you on? I better let you know some stuff here. How about I tell you something? I got I to I get, get you in a better place, better mindset. What did he say verse 34 to Claiborne? And David said unto Saul, uh -huh. thy servant kept his father's sheep. Uh -huh. And there came a lion uh -huh. and a bear. Uh -huh. And I took a lamb out of the, the flock. Hold it. He said, King, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how God used me. He said, yeah, I'm a young guy. But one day this lion king. And I like the way the text says a lion and a bear. Right. Right. I don't know if they came at the same time, but the Bible said a lion and a bear right. came. And he said when they came, and, and, and both of them when they came, uh -huh. These are starving wild animals who are hungry, so they came and grabbed one of my sheep. All right. That I'm responsible for protecting. Okay. And David said, and I went after them. All right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, at 35. And I went out after them. Right there. I went after them. All right. I ain't running the other way like, I'm glad he only got one. Huh. No, 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 no. David said, this is my flock and every sheep is important. Amen. Amen. And one is to be taken, I'm going after him. Amen. And we'll keep going, Clay, but what it say? Went after him and smote him. And I smote him. And delivered it out of his mouth. Uh-huh. And when he rose against me, uh -huh. I caught him by his beard. Y'all, <laughs> y'all see this? With your mind's eye, look at it. It's a 17-year-old boy. The lion, when he grabbed the sheep, he, he grabbed, he ain't carry him away under his arms. I mean, come on, he David say, David Caesar to say, oh no, he not. He went after him. The tax said, and I pulled it off his mouth. Yeah. What else say, Clayton? Read that verse again. He said, and I went out after him uh -huh. and smote him uh -huh. and delivered it out of his mouth. Uh -huh. And when he rose up against hold him. Hold it, hold it. I went after him. Banged him. <laughs> Take it out of his mouth. Uh -huh. And then that joker had enough to rise and get up and get out up again. Amen. Amen. And I grabbed him by his mangy beard. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, church, oh, church. If God wasn't saying it, I wouldn't. I said that don't sound. But God said it. Amen. Yeah. He grabbed him by. I don't know what he had him like this. I don't know what he spent it around, make sure he wouldn't move. I don't know what. But he grabbed him. What did he do? Saying, rose up against me. I caught him by his beard uh -huh. and smote him uh -huh. and slew him. Yeah. Bam! Bam! Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Unbelievable! Yeah. 
when you got confidence in God, I mean, when you show up, when you know that you know that you know that you know. That's the kind of stuff we can do. As a family of God, as a people of God, we got to stop thinking small and think big stuff. I'm sure Saul, because remember, this is Israel. Because somebody's saying, you mean the king is believing all of this? Well, remember, the king had already heard stories of his people coming out of Egypt, going through the Red Sea. Moses, the great lawgiver. People seeing the glory of God come down in the cloud. People seeing manna, bread, come from heaven. He, he, he's, he, this isn't shocking. It's just, it, it, to him, it's just like, hmm. Where to us, it's like, huh? That's because we don't know how great men. Every man in here can be great. Every man in here can do whatever we do. If you want to get here on time, you can be here on time. If you want to serve the table, drive the bus, work wherever you want to work at, be honest, whatever you want to do, you can do it if you want to do it. Because we are great men of God. Watch the text. Go, brother, read that. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. Uh Uh-huh. And his Hold it. Now, he didn't give us the details of the bear. But I know it was tough. I don't know what he did, but I know God. God just don't do small stuff. God makes his presence known. Come on. Come on. God ain't going to come and just quickly. You know, God going to make sure you know it's him. Because he just wants to see if you're going to give him. See, David giving God the glory right now because he's telling Saul the way I'm going to beat the Philistine is by that same God that helped me with that lion. I gave you his detail and I did it to a bear just in case you think it was luck. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead, Claiborne. Slew both the lion and the bear. Uh And this uncircumcised Philistine Uh shall be as one of them, Uh seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Mm. That's our God. That, God. that living God is the same God that woke you up this morning. Same God that started you on your way. Same God gave you shelter. Same God gave you food. Same God gave you a reasonable portion of health. Same God let you live these years. Same God that's been there for you in trials and tribulations. Same God that got you out of a rock in a hard place in the past. Same God that deals with you in your life right now. Same God. Same God. And he's going to defy God's people. The world is going to try to defy God's people. And we're just going to sit around and do nothing. Uh, amen. He's a liar. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Claiborne. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion uh-huh. and out of the paw of the bear, uh-huh. he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Uh-huh. Oh, right there. There it is. He's the same God Amen. that delivered you yesterday. Yes, sir. Same God woke you up this morning. It's going to deliver you tonight and going to deliver you tomorrow. Amen. Even if that deliverance is to heaven. Okay. Amen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Amen. See, when I talk about even if it's heaven, you mean death? (laughs) No. See, stop calling death death. (laughs) 
God choose to call it a transition. Amen. That's it. In Thessalonians, he said, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling. That, that sounds so much, but we shall not all sleep. I like, he said, he did not say, we shall not all be dead. Because y'all scared of that. He said, no, we shall not all sleep. You know, some of y'all love sleep. Y'all like, sleep, oh my God. Some of y'all come home right from work, it's like, sleep. <laughs> he said, we shall not all sleep. That means die that normal way. Amen. But we shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Claiborne. What else to say? He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Uh-huh. And Saul said unto David, uh-huh. go, and the Lord be with thee. Uh-huh. And Saul... And Saul uh, armed David with his armor, uh-huh. and he put an, a helmet of brass upon his head, uh-huh. and, and he armed him with a coat of nail. Again, there you go. Saul still thinking worldly as if David need all this kingly stuff. Okay, come on. You got to have the coat of mail to stick the sword can go through. You got to have a helmet to protect your head. And you got to have all these, these weapons of, 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 of all this, the uniform, the armor of the weapons of war to go out and fight. God don't like when you equip yourself to the point where you don't need him. All right. Come on. Let me say that again. God, though, stop thinking everything got to be 100% understandable by human minds in order for it to be successful. God don't like that. Because the minute it's successful, you think it's human imagination and human mind. Somebody's fancy plan that did that. All right. Come on. Come on. God gives no glory. Oh, he was, we were so smart. We were so intelligent. I like the way we put the plan together. Oh, I like the way you had the seven steps. God don't want to hear that. Amen. When it comes to God's children, God wants some glory. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Children go downstairs and 16 years and make breakfast and ham and toast and sausage and Eggs and toast and orange juice and apple juice and they eat it all up and say, look, ma, I made me a fancy meal and I ain't giving you none because this is the last of it. What have they forgotten? Who eggs are these? <laughs> Whose ham is this? Whose sausage is this? You ain't buy no orange juice. You ain't buy no toast, no, no apple juice. That's my stuff. If it happened in my house and, and just for spite, I eat it. Move, 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 move. Watch this. This is not half bad. And I think, and I think, and I, I believe just from all the Bible I've read about Elias and Moses, I think God don't like when he don't get his glory. Yes, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So watch the text, watch the text, watch the text. You know what David said? What did he say, Claiborne? And David girded his, his sword uh-huh. up, upon his armor, uh-huh. and he essayed to go. Uh-huh. For he had not uh, poor, he had not proved it. Hold right there, hold right there. So he didn't want, he... He didn't want to disrespect the king. Okay. 
Because you got to do things right. Even when you know God got your back. Don't get all disrespectful, you know. Don't get in an interview talking about something. This is my job right now. God gave me this job. You know, probably just sign the paperwork right there. And I don't know you're about to offer me about my 10% more than that because I got work. No, 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 no. Go in there, Christ-like, with the expectation that God can bless you and then wait on God's blessing. What David did was he let all the guys put his stuff on. He, you know, I'm chewing his mind like, here we go. What's the head on? Put the mail across him. I can see him that dragon. He's 17. King Saul was a Benjamite. He's a tall guy. He's kingly, muscles everywhere. This guy looks like a king. David's a boy. So you can't imagine his armor on him. The sweat by dragging the sweat. <laughs> Finally, David said, oh, okay, wait. These don't fit. All right. Yeah. What did it say? What did it say, say For he had not proved it. Uh -huh. And David said unto Saul, uh -huh. I cannot go with thee. Uh -huh. For I have not proved them. Uh -huh. And David put them off him. Right there. David, these ain't mine. These don't fit. These They don't fit me. I can't, I, I, can't, I can't work with this. I can't work with this. Amen. See, when you got God on your side, right. you got to work by God's words, yeah. Yeah. by God's plan. Yes, sir. David said, huh. I haven't proved these things. All right. So he took them, he he took them off. See, sometimes when we think it's of our power, uh -huh. we miss our victory. Right. Because no victory come by your own power. Right. I know some of you who got masters and PhDs, oh, I'm smart. No, no, no victory. In fact, many times you're only smart in that area. You're really crazy. You just actually smart in that area. When you get older, get some gray hair, that's when you start learning that you really don't know nothing. Let me say it like this. Let me say it like this. As you get older, you realize if you, if you, if you got God's wisdom, the older you get, the realize, even, though, even if you specialize in something, the more you realize how much you don't know. Right. It's not that you know this little sliver. It's a lot of stuff you don't know. Right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, brother. Oh, it's a lot. Uh, seniors, y'all should be saying amen. Y'all know it's true. It's a lot. You specialize. You got this. But there's a lot of stuff in this life. That we're ignorant. We don't, we don't know. My closet. I got the closet. You go in. And then we got the, what you call that? That thing you put your hangers on. Look, the, the rack. I don't know. I'm about to take that from going at. All the clothes fell. Bloom. And I walked in there. And I opened up the closet, and I'm seeing all the clothes, but I'm looking, what was hooked to what? <laughs> okay. I cannot, listen, don't get me to do nothing <laughs> that involves a hammer <laughs> or a drill. 
My mom just said, amen. She knows it's true. That's right. <laughs> Claiborne, I needed you in there, Claiborne. <laughs> right now, the closet is empty. <laughs> this happened six weeks ago. I'm still assessing. I can't wrap my head up. Now, y'all want some Bible? I'm the man. What you want to know? I'm the man. But I can't. That's all right. Amen. I can't fix it. We had to move the clothes to this closet and that closet, and we in the room and the closet still down. It ain't down. I cleaned it out. Ain't that, is that love? Nothing up there but holes in the wall. <laughs> now I'm going to get it fixed eventually. Amen. 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 But I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know everything. Amen. That's right. Amen. And what I'm saying is, is that I need God's help. Thank God provided me to have a job to have the money. Yeah. To realize I don't know everything to pay somebody to put it up. What time is it? I got a grid to go. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> David had not proved these. This stuff wasn't work. So watch the text. I'm almost done now. Watch the text. What's it, Clayboy? 40. And he took his staff uh -huh. in his hand and chose him five smooth stones uh -huh. out of the brook uh -huh. and put them in his shepherd's bag, uh -huh. which he had. Uh -huh. Even. Uh, even in a script, uh -huh. and his sling was uh -huh. in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. I'm going to close out right here. Watch this. Watch this. You notice David has simply decided, let me use what I got. Yes, sir. Yeah, what I know. <laughs> because long as I got God yes. who's going to give me the victory, yes, sir. it really don't matter what else I have. So maybe today, since I know how to do a slingshot, okay. maybe I'll get five smooth stones. Okay. Y'all ain't got it yet. Yeah. The giant's nine feet tall. Yeah. He has a helmet. He has a breastplate. He got a sword you can't, a uh, regular man can't even lift up. Okay. This guy got it. He got his feet shod. This guy is ready for battle. David picking up five stones and a slingshot why church here this is the big one why five stones and a slingshot because he already had everything he needed when he had god we already got everything we need in jesus we are this oh church we got everything. listen david could have picked up one do you think one stone would have did it How you know? Because one stone did it. <laughs> one. He need five. One stone did it. Bam. Oh, church. Lord, help me say this. Help me say this part. He got a helmet on. And he got all his armor on. David just puts the rock in the sling and shoots it at him. What made that rock first turn the right way, then fly perfectly? Helmet was not in the way. He must have had to scratch his head for a minute. It went up a little bit. And bam! 
a rock. Stick in a tree. You might have I never. That's a muscle. David 17. What made that rock? Go so fast. I believe God sent a south wind. I just know my God. That wind picked up. Bam! All of a sudden, Goliath, the giant, giants fall, church. Giants fall. Boom! I can see Israel and the Philistine armies amazed at this. I can see God, I can see David expected it. He didn't know what God was going to do. But he said earlier he killed the lion, he killed the bear, and he's going to kill this Philistine. He knocked him down, and I can see David walking up to him because he only got a slingshot. Now, David, how, what you going to do? David grabbed his sword. Probably just <clears throat> stood up like this. <clears throat> he's 17. I'm thinking he's 17 years old, man. They said this thing was heavy. But God blessed him to get it up <clears throat> over the shoulder. Probably put his head just right. Yeah. Just stood back, measured it. Right. Boom! Jesus wins. That's it. That's it. Stop being afraid. Stop being afraid. Stop being afraid. Grab your victory one at a time. Great men of God. You know what you learned at the conference. Yes, we can do great things. Because we are great men and great women of the almighty God. Now I'm going to ask you a question and I'm going to give you the invitation. And I'm going to ask you, how many of you really believe you're great men and women of God? But if you don't believe it, if you don't believe it, no, because if I say don't raise your hand, then you're going to be looking around. Everybody got their hand up. You're going to throw your hand up. I tell you what, everyone who don't believe that they are great men and great women of God Put your hand up halfway. Those who believe they're great men and women of God, put your hand up as high as they can go. Okay, I ain't looking at you. I ain't looking at you. Okay, amen. Amen. Put your hand down. Amen. Amen. I just want, because, that's right. That's right. Be honest. Because if you did it halfway, that gives you your, 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 your homework. Your homework is to keep reading God's word until you really believe these stories in this book, that God is a miracle worker, that God can do anything, that God can take care of any situation, that God can bless you in any circumstance. He can help you in anything because he is God. If you're out there and you're subject to the Savior's invitation, hear God. Oh, wait a minute. And at 3 o'clock, we want you back here. Amen. 3 o'clock, we want you. You know why? Because God is about to turn another chapter Amen. in our lives. And he's going to do great. He's going to continue 
to do great things with his children. Why? Because the same way David said, how dare you Philistines defy the living God. I believe you either on God's side or you're not. I believe that's the principle right there. How dare you to defy the army of the living God is to defy God. David said, how dare you Philistines defy the living God. If you out there and you ready to get on the gospel train, you ready to increase your faith, you ready to grab hold of Jesus and never let him go, you ready to grab hold of God and hold him for dear life, then it begins with you obeying the gospel of Jesus. Hear God's word. Faith come by hearing hearing by the word of God. Believe God's word. For without faith, Hebrews 11 and 6, it is impossible to please him. Let me say that again. Without faith, it is impossible to please. Without faith, the Bible says it is impossible to please him. After that, you've got to repent. You got to repent. Repent means you have enough faith to trust God and to serve him no matter what. No matter what it looked like, no matter what it seemed like, God, I trust you. I'm going to repent. That means I'm going I'm to have godly sorrow enough to make me turn around and follow God. That's repentance. Then after that, I'm going to confess the sweetest name on mortal tongue, that I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Then after that, you're going to get yourself baptized in the Christ for the remission of your sins, that me might receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Outreach is ready. We got to go and save as many as we can because we're living in the last days Amen. and we got to help people that point them at least to Jesus Christ. So if you want to begin your walk today, you need to come. If you need prayer and you're going through some stuff in your life, it is always good to pray. In fact, I believe our faith starts with prayer. I believe our faith starts with connecting with God. So if you're out there and you're subject to the Savior's invitation, the water's ready, heaven's ready, the angels are ready, God is ready. Are you ready to obey the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ? And if you have a prayer request, we'll pray for you as we all stand and sing the hymn There's of invitation. for you. And he can do all and above all we ask and above all we think. Because he is God. Won't you come to him today? Won't you come to God? Tell God, I need you, I need you, I need you, Father. I need you, Jesus. Will you come to the fountain free? Will you come? Will you come? Tis for you and me. Thirsty soul, thirsty soul, hear the welcome call. Tis a fountain open for all. We know that God can do anything. We realize that he's not using a man to do his miracle. God providentially does whatever he wants to do with his own power. How do you think that somebody can be in a plane wreck and only one live out of 200? 
is because it wasn't their day. That's right. God decreed it. How can somebody stay in water 30 minutes when you only should stay three to five minutes and somehow, some way, live and still have most of their faculties in their mind? It is because God said it wasn't their time. How in the world can somebody be in a car accident? And they are in the most dangerous vehicle. And this vehicle, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a what you ain't got the top on it. It's a convertible. And it hit all these cars. And everybody died but the person in the convertible. God said it's not your time. But how, how does God fix something like that? He decrees it. That car will flip exactly right not to kill him. Oh, y'all don't hear that? It might even flip and spin a little bit, then drop back on four wheels. One more example. How does somebody in a speeding car get ejected from the car and get up? and walk and get in the ambulance on their own. It is because God, we have a God that can decree things to happen and be exactly the way he wants it. So stop being afraid of stuff. We got a God will make it just the way it's supposed to be no matter what. You keep thinking it's me. I'm wrong. I'm doing something wrong. I'm not right. I ain't doing something. Ain't got nothing to do with you. Stop. You ain't nothing. Amen. <laughs> you keep saying it's my fault. It's my fault. Now, if God want whatever he want to happen, it's going to happen. That's right. <clears throat> and if he didn't want it to happen, he didn't want it to happen. I've been in great Bible classes. I knew that person was going to obey the gospel when they told me no. I've been in terrible Bible classes where I said, I know they ain't going to obey, and they get right up and say, I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> That's just God letting me know it ain't you. That's right. That's the same, same preacher, same the song, same the song. There's a rock that collab and no soul is left. Remember, one victory Amen. at a time. Yes.